morning. Morning, Squire. How are you? It's been ages. Yeah, I know. Been oh, forever. It was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> when I interviewed you and you interviewed me. Yeah. But in, we in real life, in podcast world, that was two weeks ago. It was two weeks ago. And it just, like you said, seems like yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so today we have got a guest coming. We have got a guest upstairs. coming. Uh, young Paul Brazier, uh, 28 years in at Abbot Mead. Uh, we were going to have to go through in an hour. Is that, I mean, we're like a challenge. Yesterday we had no work to go through. <laughs> <laughs> two weeks ago we had no work to go through when I interviewed you and you were interviewed. Uh, and today we've got 956 pieces of work to go yeah. through. So And also... Um, I'm, I'm worrying that Braze will also start talking a little bit about his time before Abbott, which we want to hear about uh, Abbott Mead, but you're going, but it's the bulk This, this of it. really hurts you, doesn't it? It's like, you like to do the timeline, but we're going to we're gonna have to jump a whole section. Yeah, we're going to have to be strict. So if you, I would urge you to kick me if uh, time's running short. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to give you the eyes. Oh, mate. I'm just going to give you oh. the eyes. Oh, no. Lucky. Ke- it wasn't I, those eyes. If I was Kelly, I'd be a happy man. <laughs> no, woman. Oh, you Any- do know him. <laughs> right, off we go. Paul Brazier, or Braze, as you're affectionately known in the industry. Yes. Welcome to Behind the Billboard. Yeah, welcome. Thanks for coming on. I'm going to do a few Braze facts. This is where we big oh, okay. you up. So, like, um, Braze facts. Braze facts. Sure so, 28 years at Abbott Mead Vickers as creative director, executive creative director, uh, CCO, and chairman, which, which is pretty impressive. That's right? pretty impressive. So, during this time, you and your creative department amassed, uh, we, we can't list them out, it'll take us forever, but there's more awards than we can shake a stick at. Um, but we were going to mention, a, uh, this must be a record, 239 entries into DNAD. That's, uh, that's a lot. So, 239, that is, um, it takes quite a long time to actually say that. Uh, so, that's uh, incredible. And I imagine that must have gone quite a way uh, to you then becoming uh, the DNAD president in 2010 another accolade very few in our industry have risen to um and then now you're on our podcast uh so <laughs> you, can, you can drop the mic and say advertising completed it. boom um so uh, how are you paul how are you today i'm very well yeah uh, good and thanks for inviting me oh, uh, mate, here pleasure what we ha- always ask our guests at the beginning um what you've been up to uh what you latest because you obviously you're not at abbott mead no anymore no you, I, I only went there for um, a couple year. of weeks. I went there for. A, I thought I'd go there for a year. <laughs> I mean, it was amazing because I got hired by David Abbott and um, oh, that's good stuff. But I thought I'll go there with um, Pete Souter. I would imagine his name will crop up a few times. Peter has actually sat <laughs> exactly where you are. Yes, as a residue. I imagine okay. in the small in the small. Yeah, Peter. Well, we've both been relegated to the small. <laughs> apparently, there's a master. Yeah, it's like, a food that we, everyone we saw, goes in. We got the small one. Yeah, this is where we like to heads. be close with our closest friends. Yeah. So yeah, I thought I'd go there for a year. Um, it'd be fantastic on my CV. I mean, it's such a heavyweight department of all the name, all the work they've done. Yeah. I yeah. never, you know, you you certainly wouldn't take for granted that you could survive. Yeah. There for that long. Mm. I thought, get in there, keep my head down, uh, just learn as much as I possibly could. Yeah. And then, I don't know, yeah, I was at AMV for 28 years, but in, in, in truth, it, it wasn't just AMV, it changes, agencies yeah. change. So yeah, it yeah. feels like you've moved agencies every three or four years. Yeah, I mean, I eventually it did become AMV, BBDO, but it's always, you know, the agency itself was learning. Yeah. 
I guess clients change, there was growth, there was acquisitions and mergers. Well, well, when you think that AMV started really as a, a, you know, with David Abbott, he he was print, you know, um, you know, one of the best copywriters, um, you know, of all time. and, and so well regarded in, in the industry, not just the agency. But it was a print-based agency um, with with amazingly, you know, heavyweight copywriters. Mm. Um, so, I you know, I thought, yeah, going there would be fantastic to learn. See, And then, I you know, <coughs> I could witness that basically seeing even the, the change in AMV, where, believe it or not, the whole industry thought AMV couldn't do TV. Wow. At one point, uh, of course, it was doing TV, but I think then the criticism was that a lot of the TV was kind of print based. It was driven by the visuals, almost almost like billboards. Yeah, um, and there's nothing wrong with that. But um, over time, and then BBDO came along. Tom and Walt were there, of course. Yeah, who, yeah. You know, you know, um, they Shh. did Guinness Surfer, they did Dunlop, uh, Volvo. Volvo, yeah. I mean, groundbreaking work that didn't just raise the bar. Well, it raised the bar in in yeah. AMV. So everyone really was competing with yeah. them um, and wanting to prove that they could do TV as well. So it just raised the bar for everyone. But, yeah, Tom yeah. and Walt were there. Actually, I always say Tom and Walt, but I should also, should, if I mention them, I should give credit to the teams they built as well. And Yeah. Like the production team, they you know Yvonne Chalkley was um, instrumental in yeah. making things happen for them. Well, I remember as um yeah. as a kid. Sorry, we're jumping around yeah, a bit, yeah. but I went in there with Adam and showed our book to Tom and Walt, and uh, they had the smallest office I've ever seen. Yeah, like it was uh, probably like this, and it, I don't know if it was a purposeful thing, right? But it was chaos. But amongst oh, amongst everything, scruffy. they were like. Can lions and DNA yes. pencils as if they were like you know. I think they were strategically yeah. placed, and it was brilliant. Sorry, it, Tom and Walt. Yeah, but uh, that, and I was thinking, <laughs> and I was sat, we came out going, "Did you see? Like, if, even if I had one pencil, I'd have it on a yeah. on a on a, a sort of plinth, and it was just thrown in by his sandwiches." And no, <laughs> they were all street strategically yeah. placed, and it happened to be a little lamp lighted <laughs> up like <laughs> it, and it struck your eye. But I'm we, ju- I'm just, but it, yeah, we but, should. Yeah, um, it was it was a mess in there. You were yeah. lo- looking to find your way out they were so strange as well because we didn't have a job and we were desperate to get a job and we'd shown our book everywhere and then Walter actually it sort of made our career he said oh you should make these Harley Davidson ads I know someone who could shoot them and we're like what couldn't get our heads around it said just like three storyboards and then he said "Um, no no I'll I'll, I'll get someone to make them for you it's like we walked out going what's he all about and then it happened. So yeah. Walter got us um, some from Stark Films, um, yeah. Joe Public, they shot them, and well, the rest is history. Yeah. Amazing. But uh, we should stick, let's yes, stick let's with stick we, so what we you're up to at the moment, yes. Paul, because um, we'll come back to well, that the, bit in a minute. Uh, yeah, at the moment, so I, uh, I'm i not at AMV now, as you said. I've set up my own uh, consultancy. Mm-hmm. What's it called? Where it's uh, Coex, Coex London. Coex. Uh, which I started with my uh, partner, Andrew Pincus, who is a sort of, yeah, strat- strategy planner, but right. with a with a digital background. And I, mm-hmm. I approached him, actually, and uh, I always enjoyed working with him at uh, AMV. Uh, we just couldn't get to work together uh, enough. Um, and uh, so I thought when I'd left AMV, I thought, oh, you know, let's have a conversation with him. Right. Uh, actually, he'd set up his own thing, so it wasn't even the timing wasn't right for that. But eventually I managed to, you know, with 
my usual determination and right. got yeah. in there and talked to him and said, you know, I think we could do something. So what is it you offer? That. Well, it, it's um, uh, a consultancy where the idea is that we, we pretty much moved from working with um, advertising clients as such, marketing departments. We work directly or more so with CEOs and founders. Okay. Although surprisingly, um, ad agencies have still contacted us or referred us, and That's cool, and we get involved there. But it's called Coex basically because of coexistence. So right. the idea is, it's just me and Andrew. We don't have any overheads. We um, we uh, you know we both work from home. I live in Islington, as you know. Mm -hmm. Andrew lives in Wimbledon, so we very often just yeah. meet in Hyde Park and have a walk around and nice. chat and create ideas that way. North meets south. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So we we we. It's it's it's. I love to learn, and that was why I stayed at A and V for so long because there was always a new challenge around the corner. And yeah. this time now, when you do a your own business, you've just got to learn everything. So mm -hmm. all the all the times when I had armies of people to do my own presentations and yeah. illustrate a Photoshop, you know, or, yeah. or, or all the things you're doing. I mean, it's all AI now, isn't it? So much of AI. So anyway, you just get to be a sponge again and learn yeah. so many things. So enjoying doing that. Yesterday I was doing a uh, a line drawing for Doves for Peace. Funny enough, I did um because I, I did a poster for Doves for Peace. The background to that is Doves for Peace is is an initiative by my um, secondary school art teacher who uh -huh. I adored, and she you know uh, back then put a, an arm around me and really encouraged me. What's um, her name, sir? Uh, Dot right. Claxton, Dorothy mm -hmm. Claxton. Mm -hmm. um, it took me many years not to call her Miss Claxton. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Classic. So, so uh, yeah, Dot. And, uh, yeah, we've stayed in touch over the years. And uh, I did a poster for her. And, uh, and and all these things get auctioned off. Uh, the idea is is that uh, they're not generally done by artists, although she's had some big-name artists donate these uh, images, but they're always a, a, a drawing, an illustration, a, a representation of a dove. Okay. Doves for okay. peace. And then they get auctioned off. And it's all auctioned by a guy who's on the on the Antiques Roadshow. So, so you all, did one So I did a poster, and then she loved great, it that. so much. And then she said, uh, can... I mean, they were up and running. Said, actually, I want to use that as my logo. So wow. that became their logo. Wow. It's typical so it was a poster turned so into a logo. And that's so typical of it's a amazing. lot of the things they end up doing. I've been designing logos again recently. That's Yesterday so funny. I was doing a, a one-line drawing for that. So uh, Doves for Peace, what I would say, and one of the big reasons to mention Doves for Peace actually is that the industry, a lot of people in the industry actually are working with celebrities. And so what Doves for Peace does for peace does is it doesn't really target artists it focuses on celebrities right. so if anyone's working with a celebrity get them to do a doodle on right. a napkin anything oh, do a doodle of a dove and then get it to, i could send it it's to me but get idea. it to doves for peace and they'll auction it off even if it makes 150 quid it's you Brilliant. know and, and I've, I've ended up over the many years getting loads of celebrities all the illustrators everyone mm. just so whenever you're on a shoot or something get yeah. the celebrity on the shoot to do yeah. it and then yeah. that's very I mean, we'll cool. put the email address on the uh, oh, on the feed great, here yeah. so yeah we'll get it off you afterwards yeah. and we'll put it on the feed i think like i remember I listening to Pete's podcast and basically yeah he's a shameless advertising person and you just use it to promote as many <laughs> people as you can so there's a theme here so um right so we're going to jump into the billboards um 
Well, let's start at the billboard at the end of my street. Uh, so I see you've... Uh, oh, yeah, sorry, I was going to say I was doing All Creative. Oh, All Creative, well. yeah, go on, do that, sorry. yeah, go on. Allcreative.com, which is going live, I think maybe, yeah, today or, uh, or going relaunching today. It's a, a website that I created to help young creatives get going. Okay. So I noticed many years ago, around the time when I was starting to be the DNAD president, that all brilliant, you know, all the top creatives in the country, I don't mean in advertising and design, I mean like whether you're a fashion designer, you're a leather craftsman, right. whatever, yeah. all these top creatives are basically going to their local schools or trying to give something back to the school they went. So they go in and do a talk. And I thought, wow, I could see all of these happening. Why don't we just film them? Why don't we just film these interviews? And um, a little bit, you know, like you're doing now, but they, they were filmed and they would all go on this website. Anyway, I ended up getting Paul Smith, uh, Sir Paul Smith, Jamie Oliver. Wow, brilliant. Um, all the, you know, Nick Park, top creatives just to give their feedback. Then I dipped down into a... a a tier of people that had just got their first jobs so that uh, like a lot of things that went wrong in covid that came offline around that time but right. it's relaunching again oh cool that's called all creative oh, that's so brilliant. that's me keeping me busy i will well. put that up as well yeah that's amazing so yeah so the bill so this morning on your way here i see you've taken a photo of uh, of the billboard in the street which yes. is a six sheet poster on a bus stop yes um, that's, in, that's, that's just literally down the road for me on Cali Road. Actually, it makes it look like it's a really smart area, doesn't yeah. it? It's a lovely sunny day. It's always sunny around there. So what are we thinking of this? It's McDonald's. What's the line say, it's, it's a McDonald's ad, and it says, what a, what, what a wake-up call. And mm. then there's a picture of the product. Now, and a that, price point. I didn't choose mm. that for mm-hmm. any, you know, car. Yeah. it was just for the fact that it was there, and that's the bus stuff I get on exactly so that's the bus i get the, the what does it say at the bottom there Hugh? something about i'll just have a look breakfast done properly so i mean yeah. it is it's an ad right it's, it's decent a, it's an ad it's not it's, shit we've had it's, shit we've had loads it's got worse. a clear pack shot it's all you know, in fact the blue sky is matching the blue sky in the background of that day isn't it and it mm. all looks uh, actually all looks incredibly coordinated with that um mm. yeah yes uh with the backdrop uh, yeah, so everything, yeah, uh, but I wouldn't say, it, you know, I haven't picked it out for any kind of creativity at all. I mean, McDonald's have got a brilliant history of uh, heritage of, of great work, and I would imagine that that piece of work looks to me like it didn't get through to the whatever the creative department is or whoever does those things. Mm-hmm. They probably repurposed something and got a, a relatively straight line out with a pack shot, and it's probably doing yeah. the job they needed to do. There, that, are, there are a number of um, poster testing tools out there now. Kind of, they, Some of them use AI, some of them use, um, they go send out to sample. But this yes. one this one looks like it's, uh, it's, a, it's a pretty standard ad, right? It looks like a point of sale ad that's been moved into yes. the out-of-home space. Yes. So I would imagine that has run through some of the poster testing tools that are out there, um, and it's scored very highly because it ticks yes. boxes, right? It's the right size. You can read that headline. The logo's in the top right. There's a short copy line. There is a price point. There's a product yeah, shot. Yeah. So if you were going through that and you know, if you were uploading it to one of these tools and you're looking for yeah. those markers, it does what but it I- needs to do. So if you're in the marketing department at McDonald's and yeah, you're looking exactly. to sell one ninety nine coffees and you upload that poster, you're going to get five green ticks and you go, okay, that's yeah. good for yeah, my yeah, poster. Yeah. When I was at um, Leo's, I didn't actually do much on McDonald's. <coughs> I was mostly running co-op, but uh, Dono, the typographer, was doing 
you'd go over and say what you're up to and he'd say I'm doing these and they'd, they would have tears I don't know how it's yeah. run now oh, really? but they have tears and stuff and they go this is price point exactly what you said so it's kind of get it done it, yeah, and it, yeah. they're still good ads as in they work as a headline yeah, as a yeah. patch on a logo there's not like the dross we sometimes see <laughs> but then I, there was a level above it where you'd go this is a creative opportunity yeah so like we were talking a little bit earlier um, about the creative version of this could be the alarm. Yes. Where we were talking. We've just seen that, yeah. Yeah, and that's been doing the rounds a bit, so we're all saying that would be the next level up, wouldn't it, of the creativity. And then above that, you'd have, I mean, there's something we featured on our socials the other day where the, 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 the McDonald's price poster went outside of the poster because yeah. it said, like, getting your money's worth. Getting more for your money, yeah. Which is a really creative idea, both media-wise and creative. So I suppose... Mac yeah, I, I can't help but look at posters and then my, my own version of yeah, I mean, I, yeah, So yeah, I, yeah. I was looking at it and thinking, oh, why didn't they do it? Remember the alarm on? What if you took the, yeah. the the coffee cup and the white head? Why don't you make it like the notification button and like, turn it, like, turns on in the way? Yeah. That's Dave, that's, you know, we, Dave Dye and Paul Belford, um, they would come in here and we'll talk about Economist mm. in one sec, but they would regularly. Right, moving on. So, Paul, we're going to go to your first billboard. Yes. Talk mm. us through this. So it's for... Epsom, is that correct? It is, it is. I mean, it, it, I mean, whether it really is the first billboard, <laughs> I don't know. It's the, certainly the fir- earliest one I could find their ID. Great, um, great. You've got a copy of it, but um, yeah, I got a reference of it somehow, and uh, I think it was a some sort of poster that must have been at I don't know the NEC or something, you know, yeah. uh, uh, for an event going on there. And what's and, happening uh, in it? What's well, it's it. What's uh, well, what's it saying? That top corner. There's a poster there. There's actually it's a poster within a poster. So it's for the new Epson Black Shutter LCD, uh, which is to, you know kind of readable from long distances. And I've got oh, Mr. Magoo, as everyone would remember, <laughs> Mr. Magoo now. Um, and he's talking to a lamppost, and he says, "Waldo, Waldo." Uh, my eyesight's come back. So, it's, you know, the idea is that he can't actually see the uh, the lamppost, but he can actually but see. But he can read the poster. The poster. Um, but anyway, and, and it's interesting that seeing that because it just brought back all the, you know, kind of the, all the memories from that time. And what was early AMV was this? Oh, no, this is. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So this is. I, I didn't work at. I've worked at uh, Cogents, Cogents Elliott. Yeah. I was there for four years. I then went to WCRS for four years. I love WCRS. I mean, I I always talk about AMV and the creative department and everything we did there. I could talk equally as long about WCRS and, and Cogent. We're about I, to. I yeah. loved them, loved both agencies. But this was a um, sorry, my phone's ringing. The, uh, this was a, uh, a a poster, and I it just made me remember that some of the things I still do today is, um, and I, I later realised that uh, Mark Denton and, and Chris Palmer did this. They got um, inspiration from cartoons. I was obsessed with cartoons. Right, um, right. I used to, you know, look at cartoons. I'd, I'd look at the images. I'd, I'd try and cover it. I'd cover up the caption and see if I could make up my own caption. Yeah, okay, yeah. To see how, you know, good, how, you know, could I write one? It's like the instantly. New Yorker, the I New Yorker t- competition. Tim, Tim Riley brought in a, his cartoon book as well as, yeah, a, as yeah. Yeah. the inspiration the for the, the John stuff. Smith. And I yeah. think it's, yeah. you know, basically you're dealing with 
headlines and, and, mm. and visuals. And if, yeah, a cartoon, and also a great thing with cartoons, which I think we've lost a lot these days, is there's humour in them. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, um, uh, yeah, we're doing it all back to front, but one of my tips would be, yeah, try and think in terms of a cartoon. I remember when I did the Watford, uh, we are going backwards and forwards, when I did the Watford copy test, God bless Tony Cullingham, and he, he sent out 15 things like, it was things like describe the inside of a ping pong ball to an alien. <laughs> it's like, cheers, Tony. Uh, but, you know, it's just showing your creativity. But one of them was exactly what you just said. It'd show you an image. Yes. And it'd say, right, 10 captions to this thing. So it's a bit like the New Yorker. You put, yeah. you put your yeah, gag yeah. on. But you're yeah. right. It's it's a way of feeling into a, a situation, <clears throat> seeing the humour in it, seeing the wit, surprising people, which is all things we, we want to do. Well, yes. that's a good segue into The Economist because they are right, yeah. famed for some of that and the kind of the, the visual gag. So what we're going to do, Paul, so we're going to jump into it. So for the listeners, sorry, we're going on a bit of pace because we know we've got a lot to c- cover. We've got uh, a lot to cover. And that's the thing is that yeah. we, we went through your work. <laughs> yeah. In, detail there's a lot um, and, and there is some stuff that obviously we've been through with 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 pizza yeah yeah well, there's so, that, so many but things what we're going to start we'll start with the economist and actually yes. weirdly though we're going to start with an economist ad that you did not at abbott mead yeah this, this <laughs> was this? while i was at wcrs and i did it with my copywriter mark cooper so describe um, what we're looking at because oh, i'm yeah, looking at a double a very long white out of Double Red. 96 well, sheet. 96 sheet, yeah, 248 next together. And he took the well known, uh, I never read The Economist that David Abbott wrote. Um, <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> I put, um, put it right next to a, a, a Colin Black Label version of it. It says, I always drink Colin Black Label. And then underneath the caption is something like, let's have a look. I can't read it on there. Chairman, I don't know, chairman of the board. I yeah, probably chairman made of the board. it. I probably yeah. made it it's a something... younger age. It should have probably been wittier, actually. And so said, how did... I don't know, board of the chairman or something. <laughs> chairman of the board, age 24. So you're already having a little pop um, at the account. Well, how I did think that come it was, about? I think it was just showing awareness of AMV. They always say, you know, copying is the best form of flattery, don't they? So I, I guess I thought, let's. Yes, you know, try and do something in that. It'll be bold. It'll, you know, it'll be fun. Uh, we did loads of Carly Black Label posters. I can't find them. Whether they ever ran, I don't know. But that one did. Yeah. Um, but it was also, yeah, as I say, with my copywriter Mark Cooper. Whether that economist dad somehow led to Pete and I working together, because Pete, you know, as we know, always, you know, from the very early days of his career, wanted to work at AMV. And uh, so we, Pete and I, bonded, and um, and eventually we became a team. And right. then, um, yeah, uh, you know, we we I remember us putting a, Pete and I putting a umatic together in the Funny. in the days of umatics, these massive like bricks of kind of <laughs> tapes, and we drove down to the red building on the end of, of the by the flyover, which is no longer there. Yeah, posted it through the door thinking well you know i think that afternoon we're thinking well david hasn't replied what do we do 
but eventually he did, and it, and it was very promising, and he wanted to hire us, and then he disappeared for six months, and we thought, right. oh, is he all right? Is he, you know, mm. I think actually, no, we were being really selfish. We were thinking, oh, I hope nothing's happened to him because we mm. want a job. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, but eventually, yeah, we got hired. Um, Pete and I got hired at AMV, which was, you know, mm. uh, you know, amazing. So I was, I'm incredibly lucky. I went, I started in Cogent Elliot, and they were amazing to me there. I was so lucky to get in there. I could spend, I could spend half an hour talking about how I got in at Cogent. It's an hilarious story. I won't do that. Mm-hmm. But they nurtured me and looked after me. I eventually got to WCRS. And then they equally were very kind. Peter Harold, you know, looked mm-hmm. after me, helped me, you know, kind of guided me and nurtured me. Right. And then eventually I got to, uh, and that was a brilliant department. You yeah, know, Mark was Antonio amazing. was there. You yeah, know, there are all these massive names, uh, David Horry and, uh, you know, even Axel and Steve were there in the next yeah. room. Finky was there, you know, mm-hmm. just named tons and tons of people that and, were there. Then and, then we you, to, and then you end up actually working yes. on The Economist as well. You were like, yeah, went and worked on The Economist. And then, and, and it's interesting, this story, and I, and I saw, I don't know if you actually put a version of this out. Did you put a version of this I together? did a version <laughs> with, uh, I spoke to Dave Dye, and he helped me put together a version where it said, um, I think it was advertising secrets for sale. I talked he to he the, glued I, all his fingers together I, trying I, to do it I, as I well, by the way. I talked to Dave about it, and he's, and he's, he's saying, how did you do it? Funny enough, at, at the time, I... So we're talking uh, about uh, industrial uh, secrets for sale for the listeners. Yes. We're looking at the brilliant version of it, and you're going to tell us how you did it. How we did it, yeah. yeah. And... Um, uh, because so, you you didn't you did it in an unconventional way, right? Well, at the time you don't realise it's unconventional, but looking back, it, it really was. So, I think then you know basically ads were done. David would David Abbott would write ads, and then he would give them to you know Ron Brown, and it would be art directed, and it was created that way. I mean, Pete and I worked together for years. I mean, you become like a married couple. You you kind of totally in sync. There's a point where you don't have to say much and you kind of know what the other one's <laughs> You could just raise an eyebrow. Oh. Uh, Sounds like my marriage. And, you know, we were, you know, working on, I don't know, tons of RSPCA ads, Volvo. We were just getting, you Amazing. know, being eager, wanting to prove ourselves to David, wanting to prove ourselves that we could actually stay in that department. So lots of energy. Um, we, I think there was a, I think there was a, there was always a brief around for the economist. I can't tell you how many how many ads were rejected um, over the years since AMV. I've seen so many must be kind of spam um, spoof ads or kind of um, ads that weren't legit mm-hmm. economist ads mm-hmm. that you mm-hmm. go they they would have not made it mm-hmm. through. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were you know each heavyweight yeah. person would writer would write I don't know sixty of them that yeah. wouldn't make it. Yeah. Um, anyway, the brief came in. I rem- remember that weekend seeing something on the TV. I, th- I think it was, I don't know, like, I don't know, the Iranian embassy. Someone was basically getting lots of information from, you know, taking all all the files out of this building. Right. And I remember thinking that, God, this it's an interesting kind of topical idea. They're, they're obtaining all this information. Mm. Um, there mm. must be a, a link with that. Right. So obtaining, I don't know even if I'd have thought of the word, you know, at that time, secret. I mean, obtaining yeah. mm-hmm. 
it wouldn't have been classified. So anyway, you kind of yeah. I think there's I think there's something really in this. They're yeah. they're obtaining this valuable information yeah. that no one else can get their hands on. Uh, so I'll go to Pete and I go, and I just I think I even just drew the scribbles. So imagine mm. this is all shredded up, you know, and yeah. the, and, yeah. the, the, and almost I don't think I'd even finish my sentence. Right. He put down a line which was industrial secrets for sale. Right. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Right, right. Then you think, okay, we're done. Then I went through the agony of trying to work out how to put it together. So immediately I went off, tried loads of shredders. I mean, it. they just, what they should do, if you've got a proper shredder, they shred it apart so you can't act. It would be a useless shredder if you could actually read. Yeah, they don't actually shred like that anymore. Do they like cross shred? I don't think they ever did. Even the Banksy one that he did recently, where I don't know if you'd ever seen this. It's a myth, you know, isn't that, it? that Banksy, but, but, but I think that was a prop. It wasn't actually a shredder because you could see yeah, you the see image. But in Argo, in Argo, the movie, they put together. They put it together. Anyway, keep going. Yeah, keep going. Yeah. Sorry, oh, yes. keep... So I thought I'll try and put this together with a shredder, having you know done this scribble. Oh, my God, this doesn't work. I'm in a bit of trouble. Here. Fuck. Um, and then you try and get the best ones of that and paste it down, and and you think, well, actually, the problem we've got here as well is not only is it just a mess, but mm. it's all essentially pixels because mm. it's a right. photograph. Right. I thought, well, the Economist ads aren't. You know, they're flat. I mean, yeah. I don't think I'd have used the words in those, you know, with vectors, but it's kind yeah. of almost like a vector, not a pixel file. So I thought, well, it's got to be this flat image. I then also, I was drawing them out on little post-it notes because right. they're the proportions of, you a know, poster. kind of a, yeah. a post. So I thought, oh, I'll draw it out on this. I kind of realised early on, I thought, well, all the proportions are going to be wrong as well. If I get a conventional... If we set a conventional right. economist poster, uh -huh. six sheets, then we cut it, it yeah. just goes becomes square. It just looks really strange. So yeah. then I had to set it all tight and get all the the yeah, that was my problem. Right in order <laughs> to know that it would end up being the right proportion. Yeah. Then once I got that I mean, we were in the days still of um, using um, the, the the studio hadn't gone digital no. by then. Um, in fact, I disappointed a magazine because they wanted to do an article on how difficult it would be to do this in the old days and how much easier it is now doing it on. Yeah. In a, but anyway, at the time, I had to say to them, I didn't do it. <laughs> I actually got <laughs> there so, was craft. Here. So we got a PMT and Brilliant. I worked out all the dimensions, and then I actually in the studio. I scalpelled it out. Jesus um, all those years of being at art college and you, and scalpelling out my yeah. window mountains and everything and cutting out art. And then just came so in you scalpelled it. Sorry, because yes. I'm very quickly going to say because I found I when I tried to replicate it, I went next door to my neighbour who had an old school guillotine. Yeah, and I cut it all up and I realised it's fucking really hard. Obviously, because I'm not an art director, at Abbott Mead Vickers. But it was. I like, think I did try that as well. But, but the I had guillotine go, makes it curl. But my but also my neighbour. I put it for a shredder, had the same thing as you. Yeah. It cuts it across yeah. and long ways. Anyway, so you go in, you go into the uh, typography design, you get it done. Then how do you stick it down? Yeah, it all gets glued. It all gets stuck, and stuck onto and Did a, you do a, loads of versions of it? Or did um, you? was this one and you thought... Oh, uh, once I, I did tons in the sense that it all worked out on post-it notes, on smaller versions. Then right. I... 
did it all, you know, worked it out on a shredder, then I worked it out that none of the shredders worked, then thought, well, I've got to try and work, try to guillotine all the, all the, it just will not stay straight. It curls all the edges. So what I did that thing. So in the end, I thought, God, okay, then really I've got to do it in the old artwork way, which is kind of how you do it as a vector, you know, if you were doing a vector file now, but you would, so I got that got it made as a PMT in yeah. all the all to the proportions that I wanted, and then yeah. sliced up the the PMT. I'm saying PMT. I don't. It was. It's kind of a. So know, it's like not going to go curly. It's going to sit. Yeah, it's kind of like artwork. It's got a bit of plastic. It's like a photo. Yeah. a heavyweight. Art so it's not going to curl. And then yeah. you shot, and then you shot a photo of that. Well, that all goes through. I mean, artwork. That, that, then yeah. it became artwork because mm. that's how artwork was reproduced. But did you glue it, it down a, to a surface, or did it? Did you onto, let it sit to board? I don't even know whether polyboard existed. Oh, then I doubt whether it did. It would have gone onto. An so did did Arthur Department say, "Where's Paul Brazier?" And said, "Oh, he's downstairs <laughs> cutting gluing, bits of yeah. paper." I spent ages in the. I used to <laughs> love going down into our. Um, they're always in the basements, aren't they? The, right. uh, the the studio. I would spend ages well, sitting with the guys because all the design would down there as well. I have to say we are very lucky that you did do that because it is one of the most iconic yeah. images we've not that we've seen the whole industry seen and I think for that we've spent a lot of time on it but it's it's very important to talk about how you did it because it's I think at the time this is the last bit on it is there's a lot of white headlines that I've read and then after a while people were going can it move on Yes. Can it do something? And I remember this being one of the first ones, and I thought, fuck, they've done it. They've done something. And he also did a black and white version one, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, we've got to move on. Yes. We're going to be, we're going to be racing through. So we we're... race through some of those. I mean, there's a, there's a slide, I don't know where this will be included, but it just shows you these are the ones that I did. So, you know, I was trying to do kind of a, a lot of exploration visually. So what uh, talk those. us through these briefly? Oh, the the, the you know uh, there's one that says make an impression, so you you kind nice. of work out what would be a lovely a way of getting a, a you know kind of an impression from something that's mm. written, yeah. Um, and you scribble over it and then like and get it there. The, the bottom one, the big ninety six sheet again. There, the symbol is of um, you know if you look in the symbol of maps, it's viewpoint. So I thought, well, that's a that's lovely. Uh, that. One will just have viewpoint. Uh, I mean, all of these you think, you know, God, they could all be, you know, they could all rise and become like the mm. the the ad, and then they don't. They just become one of the many. And what was this special build? A very big special build. Yeah, that's uh, what, what's the headline? On makes white makes white collar make white colors. makes white collars brighter. Oh yeah, so it's kind of linking with that kind of I don't know, kind of the language then of washing. And then it's fold, folded down into a shirt. Yeah. Yeah, so the six yeah. sheet neatly folded down almost almost like a Man United. Yeah. Well, uh, that's nice to see. Kind of. United getting a mention. <laughs> All right, but, well maybe it's not. And then <laughs> and then I think we're going to have to r- race through these, but there was a a, a brief um, how would you call this brief sojourn into black, uh, white and red oh, on the, black? The, the Economist, I mean, it, it was a long um, process, but the Economist posters became a massive challenge where the brief in the end became don't, you know, don't do a red, white, a red poster. <laughs> Just when you want to do one. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, really difficult. And then you kind of think well and I, and actually I've done this on a number of accounts where you think well actually let's make sure we can do something that we 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 love but yeah. maybe we can find you know 
by that time and we'll get back to doing the you know the, mm. the, the and 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 obviously the white out of red campaign it had just won so many awards it didn't make anyone want to move on to yeah. you know so it made you behave you know in a retrospective way that you just wanted to carry on doing those forever yeah and of course the industry doesn't work that way but um mark fairbanks and paul cohen created this um print and poster campaign and Lovely. i think they Lovely. you know beautifully written lines my favorite one was the one of the uh the little uh the the young child on top of all of the typography um i'll get uh, hugh to read that headline yeah out, it's actually, absolutely beautiful um what's the worst thing to lose as we get older our hair our teeth our curiosity yeah, lovely. I thought, lovely. You know, on really top of like a pile that. of type as a and kid, and then beautifully art directed. Um, now, yeah, of course, it's never going to be as you know yeah. loved as the white out of red were. Yeah. But there's a point when you go, okay, I get it. We've got to move mm. on. Let's do some posts. I think what a fantastic mm. job they did, and also really leaned into that challenge because yeah. they're great. I looked on get a lot of thanks. For I looked doing on Mark's um, website the other day. He's got some amazing work. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right, we're going to move on just for a one a one offer cancer yeah. research. I mean, I've I've worked with a yeah. Looking back, I've worked with quite a few people. So obviously, uh, Tim Riley. You know, worked briefly with Tim Riley. Tim was on, on the show. A, yeah, on a, we did a wall campaign together on this one. We this uh, is for cancer research, cancer isn't research, it? Right? Yeah. Yes, but also I don't know. I've I've. I don't know whether it was all about curiosity, but I wanted to link up with um, Michael uh, Michael Johnson, the uh, designer. Oh, designer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, As in Johnson Banks. Yeah, Johnson Banks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you end up knowing all through DNA D. You end up knowing all the top yeah. uh, designers as well. Yeah. And um, and some. And actually, I mentioned Michael, but then I feel guilty because i should mention all the other brilliant designers but anyway i worked with michael on on this and um just this this image just came to the top and i thought wow that that's a that's a great poster so and what I, is the image describe that image to us it's a it's a microscope that looks uh which is all about you know the microscope links to all the research that's done for cancer research and then it it's um, it kind of looks uncannily like a, a revolver. And turned it on its and, side, and, and uh, so I thought that's a great image. Let's, um, mm. um, I mean, some some somewhere in the mix, probably. I mean, Tim's a great writer. He may have created the visual, and or, or Michael may may have done it. Mm. I, I can't remember now, but I know we were all working on it. Or let's yeah. just get some. Yeah. You know, this is a good poster. We got some work out that I was yeah really really pleased. And with the line and says. Research kills cancer, which I mean, you know, we I, I don't is anyone who hasn't been affected by cancer. And I, I looked at this the other day and I just thought, oh god, it's it's so brilliant because it's you should run that today, you should run it it's everywhere. It's a timeless classic, that is, yeah, yeah. And it's it's sort of got both things, it's it is a, it's really arresting, yeah, it's quite emotional for everyone to really to understand. And in, and, in, and in three words, you know, Tim nailed that. That I, I love the language of it because you know, I think mm. research, yeah, that is the subject matter, that's a bit dry, isn't it? Mm. But putting the word kills in the center of that, yeah, uh, and, and the subject matter is. Cancer, yeah, so cancer kills. Yeah, right. research kills cancer. Right. Well, wow, it feels it. it's really interesting because it feels like we've become more in charge rather than the cancer being in charge. Yes. And it's yeah, it's um, 
it's wonderful, isn't it? Like you say, three words. Um, it's it, posters really can change the way you think about things. And I, when I do my swims for charity, I it's either cancer research or Macmillan. I do it for because my mum died of cancer, and I always um, feel so good about doing that. You know, it should never end. Yeah, yeah. Right, we're going to move you on, sir. We're going to take you to um, <laughs> jump jump in lanes. I've got lots of stories for Air Link. This, right. this is good. Yeah. Uh, this is a. I, I thought a very bad pun last night, but a plane load of celebrities because <laughs> um, Air Lingus. Beautifully art directed, super simple, left hand side headline, right hand side, wicked black and white shot of celebrities. Yeah, you, and you, spill and, the beans. And you get influenced, don't you, by certain works. So I think probably that I'd seen somebody die. I don't know whether it was Vince Frost's work, but anyway, I get you get influenced by certain work. The designer who did this then told me this had influenced the way he designed that Tesco campaign with right. the horizontal. So it, right. it's weird. It's Left interesting, isn't it? How yeah. work, work that you wouldn't really inspires other work. Inspires yeah. others, yeah. Yeah. Um, but was the yeah. idea? Why were there so many celebrities? Was that from the beginning, the get go, the yeah. idea? Was that yeah. that they wanted that? You well, could raise, do that. Raise the level of uh, Air Lingus, and also what became obvious was that every day of the week, every, you know, all the you know famous Irish um, celebrities were choosing Air Lingus right. to travel backwards and forwards, and everyone just knew that, but didn't really focus on it. And uh, you know the start. You know, they, I think previously they'd just done airline ads, and we thought, right. oh, no, no, you've got this, you know, kind of uh, kudos yeah. from people. You know, with, uh, essentially endorsements. These people are choosing you, so um, let's create this campaign. And then, um, and and it's also it's interesting because I was trying to plot the history of where I was at in at AMV at this point. So in this campaign. Pete Souter would have been the creative director then. Right. I was then um, working. I, I was working on my own for a, a time it, for this campaign. I, I began the campaign working with Dave Hyatt, who uh -huh. does Howie, who started Howie's, and we, you know, everyone got a lot of people got involved with Howie's. Yeah, Howie's great. And then uh, the Do Lectures. Right. And uh, anyway, yeah, there's another promotion for Dave Hyatt and mm -hmm. uh, the do lectures and Hyatt jeans. Uh, mm. And then uh, uh, I also then, during that period, some of the ads uh, I did with Nick Worthington. Right. So it spans quite a wow. period of time. And then I, and there might have been a time then after that, then I became the right. chief creative And so what were the... What were the stories behind the oh, celebs? God, lovely. I mean, I'll keep them brief because I could spend ages talking about it, but Spike Milligan, I mean, actually now the joke is, you know, it says, sorry, well, I can't read your... Uh, I can't read. Uh, it's a picture of Spike Milligan looking like he's dead, saying the late Spike Milligan, and then the next slide says, the late Spike Milligan, not likely, and he's woken up. So obviously he was alive. Yes. Then. <laughs> and so it wasn't some sort of sick joke. And uh, he, it was a sort of lenticular, I think. We, you yeah. know, now a digital poster would easily do it, wouldn't it? But I think it was a lenticular. No, lenticular's on the way back. But though, wouldn't it be great to have, you know, I mean, Spike's just got this, um, uh, you know, had this amazing mind, didn't he? Of, mm. You know, funny kind of... Um, yeah, kind of, it, it, just an extraordinary mind. And so I thought, wouldn't it be great if we could get him, be an unusual portrait as well, to get someone with their eyes closed. But the mm. late uh, Spike Mulligan, then he says, not, late, not, not likely. 
and then his eyes are wide open. But yeah, I mean, I remember that I went all the photographer behind all of this was uh, Rob Wilson, Robert J. Wilson, right? And uh, he, so he's the son of Bob Wilson, the old Arsenal goalkeeper. That's and I think that might have been where he started. I mean, he was a photographer, but I think he started exploring kind of all the avenues that he's you know his dad would probably open up to shooting photography you know oh, fo- really? footballers anyway I, I loved his photography they just you captured this like amazing you know depth of field the 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 kind of glint in people's eyes and i just i just mm. loved them yeah uh, so i thought let's get um rob to create these images um and actually the only reason i would go along not just i needed to help Rob get a photograph. I, all of the uh, headlines were handwritten by the people oh, themselves. I didn't know that. And so, oh, lovely. which seemed like a good idea at the time, but That's it was a clever quite one, challenging because <laughs> some anyway some of the some, some of the handwriting <laughs> some are a joy, some of them you need to. But yeah, so it's all their handwriting, and um, and so. But I remember Rob going round there to the house and, you know, typically you say something to Spike Milligan and he'll give you a quick back. So I think one of them was like, uh, Rob was making small talk and said, uh, how long have you lived here? And Spike said, well, five foot eight, like every all, all the rest of the time in this house. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just constant on... He's always quick. alert. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. So and so the next one down... You got boy George. Boy George, yeah. So that one, and again, uh, all of the lines come out of I don't know something that you think is close to them, insight, kind yeah. of cheeky, almost bordering on. Yeah, because the, know, the boy George one says, "Be the first to come out." Yeah, and when you write, you know, you write these lines and kind of, and then you're thinking, "God, oh, I don't know." It might be that they. Did they have to approve them? Yeah. And were they okay with them? Because some of them are quite close to the edge. They are, but surprisingly, they all... Well, they had to approve them, and I knew they hadn't just, like, bashed them off because they had to write the headlines themselves. There's one with Tara Palmer Thompson, there's no more lines, which I think at the time she was having a very bad drug habit. And I I thought, thought, fucking hell, was she going to write that one? There was a a line about, yeah, someone fixing, you know, uh, a jockey about fixing meetings. Yeah, that's... uh, well, one of the Nolan sisters are like this. Aer Lingus treat everyone like a rock star, even me. Yeah. Which is, I mean, the levels of self-deprecation. <laughs> I know. And, and which How is did one you persuade thing, them? One, it's one thing someone doing that, but when you're actually doing it, it almost is an insult when you're doing it yourself to, yeah. for them to... But I, they all understood it. And, and were they all in straight away? Was it a... Uh, actually, there's one where I would say didn't... Um, where were the other... Oh, I mean, fantastic story. Actually, the Roy. Keane one yeah go on the Roy Keane one happened I mean uh, and that was at Old Trafford I I mean I generally wouldn't go to them if they were that far away but I thought with Roy Keane I can see what's going to happen here Mm. we might get the photograph but he's he's not going to write anything his reputation you Mm. we probably won't get that line written uh, by him anyway we got there it's a time when um, Actually, I'll tell you the sort of time it was. It was uh, David Beckham had just had his kind of skinhead buzz cut. Right. Kind of. Oh, yeah. So paparazzi were all around. 
we were in this kind of um, area to do this shoot and Brooklyn Beckham had been left there with the nanny and he kept <laughs> coming across the, you know, looking across the <laughs> set. And I think Rob was getting a bit irritated by that. At one point, yeah, David came in and took Brooklyn away and I don't know, made some sort of quip about the uh, assistant's Geordie haircut. So there's always, you know, fun yeah. banter going on. Yeah, yeah. Roy Key, you know, I thought, oh, this is going to be... Um, a handful because you kind of even to this day you see him mm, uh, it's full of it you kind yeah. of yeah. yeah uh but thankfully the day before the shoot the night before the shoot he'd scored in the champions league yeah great so being a good and, mood right and and they won and i think how lucky was that yeah um so he was probably he was in he must have been in a good mood i say he must have been yeah. because you wouldn't have thought he had been in a game before right, and right, scored right. a fantastic volley wow, wow. in in a Champions League game. Really? He was plays everything down, super professional, right? Um, polite. Um, yeah, he looks good, and the line is very funny. Late me never. Yeah, again, king then. of the late tackle. Yeah, oh, king of the late tackle. But again, I thought you know I think he probably prided himself on it. Yeah, and his reputation. But to put it out there and for him, and I think the trick was that these things, these lines were written from them. They weren't essentially mm. you know Air Lingus saying that of mm. them. It was from. I didn't know the thing about them handwriting. I mean, now I bet you people say, oh, just get someone to mock it up. And no, no, um, yeah, yeah, it's really no, good. I, I got so, them to do it. The, the Richard Harris one was fantastic. There's a Champions League link here because Richard Harris, who lived at the Savoy, insisted <laughs> that we got a room, especially for the uh, another room that he lived in, to, right. for the for the shoot. <laughs> We're kind of thinking, why is he doing that? Anyway, it turned out that the, the room he wanted was uh, had a great big TV and he could, he could watch the Champions League. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Just before we move on to, um, to the next one, um, just getting all of those celebrities involved, was yes. that... Was it an easy thing to do? Was it something that Aer Lingus oh, you, had you a hand in already? You, we, I mean, we had a brilliant art buying department, brilliant account people. I mean, these things, you know, it, it's a machine really to try and get. You know, my job would be to mock up kind of who I want to get and the kind of lines. And then you go through all the uh, the negotiations to try and get those people. Actually, there's one that isn't here, which, I, you know, is one of the, the, the stories I remember, but... Um, Vinnie Jones, I remember going to his massive house. Right. In the window, there was this big, uh, you know, he, it looked like he was standing there with these big shotguns in the window. As we got up closer, realised he was from the promotion, not stuck in yeah. Oh, yeah, smoking yeah. barrels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then eventually he came out. We then was, uh, you know, you try and make small talk and, you know, uh, and <laughs> I don't know, um, be friendly and so on. We were admiring his... Uh, a poster in his uh, hallway, and it was um, a Sex Pistols poster, right, right, and right. signed by John Lydon. Wow! And uh, but he he was going. It's not. It's not. It's Johnny Rotten. Right. And we go. No, he signed it by John Lydon. He said, No, no, no. It's Johnny Rotten. And we're, and we're like, okay then. Oh God! Um, oh God! No. Awkward. And, I, and, I, and I don't know what. Awkward. I don't know what. You know where. I, anyway, whatever you get. So we did that. Then he was saying, "Well, I hope you're going to be quick. I've got a tennis game in 15 minutes." And then, yeah. and then he showed us the smallest room possible. Anyway, eventually we got the, the photograph, and uh, I can only think that we got back, and he said, "No, nah, not. I'm not doing that." 
Really? I don't know what line I wrote, but it might be one of those where I did step over the line. Mm. And, uh, I can't remember the line. Well, it was but a line. Looking back, I thought, oh, we probably wouldn't have <sighs> been self-deprecating. He, yeah. Yeah, he, it's mm, interesting. Image. It's all about image. For him at that time as well, that was about the hard yeah. man status from his line, footballer to actor, right? One of the lines was, it's been emotional, was I remember Lockstock. And then, you know, his line, he had quite a few. Anyway, right. That, yeah, yeah. Those so I did, yeah. Great anyway, so stories. I so yeah, it was difficult, and they didn't. Yeah, that one didn't come off, and uh, but yeah, it, it, I mean, it all went well. I was disappointed because I thought actually I, he did warm up into it, and he yeah. did. You know, it's get great. His photograph done. I mean, if he tries to do that campaign now, I can't imagine how difficult it would be. Just anyway, the layers of stuff. Right, we need to speed yeah, yeah. up. Yeah, we need so, to speed up. We've got speeding up fifteen. Yeah. Right, so we're going to quickly talk about Think Road Safety, and yes. I remember this campaign. Um, TV and the radio were really brutal and they just showed real accidents and real radio uh, interactions yes. between police it was really really chilling i remember at the oh, time yes on on what on one we did a um, i but, say we nick and i nick worthington and i did a one a drink drive campaign where one evening we went around with the police thankfully an hour before we went uh uh, uh, with uh, at the, the beginning of this night, an hour before someone had actually died. So oh, thank you, I'm glad we missed that one. I don't know what the protocol would wow. have been, but we yeah. we missed. We didn't. So you went round with that. the police until the earlier until the early hours of the morning, picking up drink drivers oh. and and going back to the the, the um, police station and so on. And um, is that quite shocking? Yeah, I mean it's. Um, yeah, we, we, I mean, it, I mean it, it's a real eye-opener to what, you know, what happened, you know, for the, the reality of mm. what happens when, you know, when you're creating these advertising campaigns. Mm. So that, that was, uh, yeah, fascinating to go around with them. And then... Yeah, Is that the inspiration for this, this accident tonight? One of the facts, because I, th- I think if you can... I mean, there's a number of things I always insist on when doing kind of road safety ads, but if you can get a killer fact, a mm. killer insight, it just helps you dramatise something. Um, and very often they're in the brief. Yeah. So they're, yeah. you know, they're, they're amazing to just work with. And then you want clear calls to action, you want impactful imagery. But one of them, yeah, was the, the, you know, is that it just seemed... Um, one of the facts was someone would die. I mean, I think yeah. they say something like, I don't know, 300 and odd people die every year. And you kind of go, hey, yeah, that's a stat, isn't it? But when you think about it and write, no, someone is actually mm. going to die tonight. So what what it is, it's a, a very familiar sign. It's those yellow warning signs. Which accident are, signs, Accident yeah. signs. It says accident. And it normally has the date of when it happened, but it says yeah. tonight, which is yes. the thing that absolutely stops you. I remember seeing this. And it's just underneath, it says, one of you will be dead by tomorrow as a result of drink driving. It says, don't drink and die, with the R and the V uh, ghosted out. I mean, it's just a, and it, an and amazing piece of work. it could have been a six-sheet poster. I thought, yeah. God, it's actually nice. There probably was a six-sheet poster as well. Mm. But um, in fact, it was all printed up as a six-sheet poster. But mm. we actually did put some of the, put uh, the signs big up signs out. Because yeah. they look kind of yeah. I mean, special. And then just in case anyone, then the ones to the right, I don't know if anyone can see these slides, mm. but the ones to the yeah. right there, 
on one side it shows this sign that says action, uh, accident tonight, someone will die uh, this evening, blah, blah, blah. On the back, there's a, there's a fact on there which says, sorry, Hugh, what does the fact say? One of you be dead by tomorrow. Uh, no, accident tonight, location as yet unknown, police mm. notice, and then one of you will be dead by tomorrow as a result of drink driving. So they were all put on, because, uh, you know, little posters, BMAT, they're BMATs. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so I thought, well, let's put those out in the pubs, just in case anyone's thinking they're going to go out for a good time, mm. we can bring them down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. We're going to move on. Uh, we're going to get a Wrangler now. So just just to have a bit uh, of an update, because you so, you've done so much great work, so we're rushing a little bit. We don't want to rush too much. Just try and focus on the stories. But... Um, Wrangler, you did an incredible campaign uh, with Elaine Constantine, the left and right, yes, the photography, yes. which was beautiful. We have talked about that with Pete. So sorry, you can't okay, talk about yeah, that. Yeah. And there was another slightly Maybe longer copy of Rose Hill, all of that stuff. Oh, yeah. great. But the one we're looking at now uh, is what you did with Nick. Uh, again, Nick Worthington, brilliant, yeah. brilliant partner of yours. We must try and get Nick on, although he's in New Zealand, so that'd be quite an ask. Mm. Um, whatever you ride, Wrangler, and what it was... Well, t tell us, because there's three there a, of them. We, we did three campaigns for them, actually. So one of them was um, Whatever You Ride. Another one was uh, There's a Little Bit of the West in All of Us. And then I think another, the, it all began with uh, something like 99 out of 100 rodeos where rodeo riders wear Wrangler. Right, um, right. The uh, This one that we're looking at with... Um, you know, it's interesting how you explore whatever you write, because basically what you're trying to say, the answer is to make it relevant to Europeans. Obviously, Wranglers are written ridden by rodeo riders. Right. So you think, but we don't have many rodeo riders. <laughs> no, not, not that but I know what of. We do have people who ride things, you know, in, in bikes, BMX, in skateboards, in right, okay. cars and da-da-da. So how do we basically make that the answer? So what we were doing in this campaign was just creating imagery where the punchline the, the thing that you imagine yourself is one of those things it's something yeah. that's relevant to a european you know yeah. whatever you ride so uh, it might be a different kind of car this one that we're looking at is a, a a cheeky one where it's you know some people have keys someone might have a you know a coat hanger to get a car going and, uh, i don't know <laughs> yeah. we got that one away so there's the sort one of before, like, but before yeah, that one then there were oh yeah then you know there might be all these um, oil stains in the car park, but one of them's of a, a horse, you know, horse, horse shit. Yes, yeah. Because what it, what I like about it, it's it's subverting. You know, so whatever you drive, yeah, okay. Then you get whatever you ride, because Wrangler, yes. rodeo, etc. And then the the fourth image is always something just not what we yeah, expect. Yeah. So yeah, the one I do remember, I'm going to describe this one again. So whatever you is uh, a crush can. A crushed frog and a crushed snake, and then the last one is what is that? It's isn't it a scorpion? scorpion. That's a scorpion, scorpion. In there. yeah. So it's just all different vehicles and different, and it's, uh, it's but it's squeezed into the yeah. tire, yeah. So and then the next one, like I you say, they, they were probably photographs we may have got when we because we obviously went on for this campaign. We did that big shoot with Jonathan Glazer. Glazer we went off round, yeah. 
with I remember the, the car leaping yes. up and the fire. Oh, so many. By yeah, the way, Glazer. Think, yeah, Has anyone seen Zone of Interest, by the way? Fuck. Oh, yeah. yes, amazing. What a film. What a film. Anyway, we'll come back to that. Yes. Or we won't. We can't. I haven't got time. But um, I do remember just at the time also, because I was at BBH and Wrangler and everyone were trying to beat Levi's. And you just can't imagine how hard that was at the time. Yeah, now, yeah, like, yeah. Levi's is just one of a fucking million de- denim brands. Yeah. But at the time, it was like, well, it's Levi's and there's a bit of Wrangler. And then yeah, yeah, and yeah. It, I remember yeah. it being like the kind of, um, you know, BA and Virgin and Wrangler had that kind of... The denim wars. Yeah, and you could have that attitude. You're going, well, fuck it, we're going to go yeah. across America with Glazer and set fire to things. Yeah. Fuck it, how can we... You know, and I remember this campaign as well thinking, yeah, things are changing in the in the gene world, yeah. you know. And uh, yeah, now we are just... A wash with them. I, right. I remember coming back from DNAD from Brighton and then sitting on the train and hit, hit, listening to people had, had voted and they said, Oh, yeah, and what was that Wrangler? I said, Oh, that was good, wasn't it? They obviously hadn't voted for it. <laughs> and uh, and then someone said, Yeah, it's a Jonathan Glazer. Uh, Ad and everyone was like, Oh, yeah, we should have voted for that. Anyway, let's move on and grab a pint of Guinness. But, but sorry, yeah, so the, but this thing on Wrangler, obviously, Wrangler, um, he, um, you know, Nick did all the Levi's, you know, did, uh, was Nick Worthington, a, a lot of Levi's, well, he did drugstore, Pete, which is one yeah, of the greatest ones of all Pete time. Put us Nick and I together for a pitch. This was the first thing we ever did for Lee Jeans. And, uh, and we Lee, got, they were another and we one. We got they? on so well and we produced oh, this okay. great campaign. It was so brilliant and, and we didn't win. But, <laughs> but I think Pete thought, well, you know what? That's kind of, they, that, that went yeah. well. Let's keep them testing keep ground, this, wasn't it? Let's keep them together. And then we carried on doing some work together. We, you know, we kind of got on well. And um, and then eventually we got round to doing yeah all that road safety Wrangler work stuff, the yeah. Wrangler work. And well, Nick Nick worked with Gorsey and they were just a fabulous team. I remember at BBH yeah. they were literally the gold standard and they were so humble and said, oh yeah, we've just done this uh, yes. thing for Polaroid. Not sure if it's very good. It was like Michelle Gondry. It was for, anyway. Dan's just kicked me, which is a oh, sign. Yeah, gotta go. right. yeah. Very quickly on Guinness. So yes. you did these very nice uh, Guinness ads. Where these we are Hugh and Gary. Oh, Hugh and Gary. Hugh and Gary did the Guinness ads. Okay. Hugh, um, can you tell us their full names? Hugh. Hugh and Gary. Because <laughs> I'm best mates with my mate Gaz, so that could have been me Gary and Gary Walker, <laughs> Hugh Williams. Oh, well oh, done. But don't do that to me again. <laughs> isn't, isn't Hugh Williams one of the... He's not one of the Chemical Brothers, No. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, that's it. Brilliant. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, there is a guy, a creative. Anyway, but the one thing on this, right? So these are lovely. Uh, but we just oh, spotted. Yeah, that one. Dan, go for it. So we were we were talking about this upstairs, weren't we? And there was a social post from uh, Guinness pre Christmas 2023 where they were selling boots that left footprints yes. of Guinness shapes yeah. in the snow called foot pints. Foot pints. And um, so, um, yeah, so, we, yeah, I saw that. Hugh and yeah. Gary and you should have some kind of credit because what we're looking at is a poster of these footsteps going into the pub and they're all of little pints of Guinness. So, I don't know. I know, and candy is history. I, mean, that, I guess pit. they must have been, well, maybe. Were, were they aware Inspired. of this work? I don't know. They may not they have, must been have been. I mean, this is an ad. They must then, have gone, oh, let's take that ad and turn yeah. the. Yeah, the although, product. I mean, like Shish Patel did um, a thing for Marmite. Uh, with with a baby scan and yes. the baby going, yeah, yeah. you know, and then more recently that's come through with more developed. So um, let's just say they're nice coincidences. Inspired by, but you know, also, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, it shows how much you can do with an idea, doesn't it? So I guess looking back, yeah, they did do that. Maybe we, we could have done that at the time. We just yeah. didn't. We didn't. Yeah. 
spot that opportunity to and to the uh, there wasn't a can line for promotional item either but exactly then, so, so there is now didn't have the incentive. Yeah. <laughs> so we now want a retrospective lion for the creative team and paul razor please yeah. um, no no we, we're more interested in the royalties if there are royalty, yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah fuck those bits of i'll take a piece of that boot thank you yeah. uh right it's terrible all my awards are in like in there i've got this little valley loft in islington and, and i thought oh, i couldn't move these boxes the other day and i realized it's full of awards I mean, yeah. what do you do with them yeah yeah. No one wants them kind of clustering up the house. So, yeah. Well, yeah. I heard Droger and um, Tuts had rooms dedicated to the awards. Oh, you they? just walk in. Oh, no, I'm going to do a Tom and Walt. I'm going to have to mess up yeah. our house and then strategically place <laughs> these. No, one in the can't. toilet. Oh, that <laughs> yeah. well, that's a grand Behind free. the door in the toilets <laughs> yes, is when exactly, someone's sitting yeah. down, they see it. Yeah. So we're gonna, we've are gonna. got two more. Uh, Museum of Childhood, we'll just touch upon this briefly because we know that um, we did actually talk to Mike Nicholson on the show and Paul oh, yeah, been yeah. involved. Yeah, but these are three. I mean, one thing I was going to say about this was you've done so much brilliant work, Paul, with either yourself, your partners, or your department. But the thing I've yeah, I can't done take any. Noticed, I mean, I, I, you know, the, you, the can't, you don't take credit for the uh, for the you know they they the teams in yeah. this case. But I, well, museum of what I wanted to say was just the the level of craft you yeah. properly imbue your teams with, or yes. whether because these are like all the work, they're beautiful. They're just absolutely flawless. Yeah. So you you must be quite a strict sort of you know craftsman yourself to say i want them oh i am yeah but on the other hand you know as a amv which i think had you know some of the world's best art directors yeah. and world's best writers so yeah. you kind of it's a given it's like you're playing at man city and say you've all you know got a good touch and you go well you better had or you won't you did know, you say man yeah. city or united I couldn't quite hear you oh, <laughs> wolves actually so I kind of meant wasn't it and uh, netto if you've got to have that touch of netto then everyone's thinking who is that right but anyway um, so uh, nice dj league um, football we're gonna oh, finish yeah, sorry and what i should say oh, go on, on, go on, go on, go on. on that last campaign you know paul and mike I, I think that was their initiative to to get that you know get yes. that going um but again that's a kind of given because you need teams proactive. with drive being yeah. proactive get it, go, yeah, do yeah. it, get, and, yeah. and also <clears throat> probably you know they wouldn't have to do it you know probably wouldn't be able to do it alone you've got to get some teams around yeah. you to help yeah. account people so on to mm. Yeah, you know, Paul's a very good clients. illustrator, though. He he did have that. Well, I actually just saw him on Instagram. Well, I was going to mention morning. this was the one that uh, inner child one. I think was the first one. It had massive success. Anyway, I think he'd been doing illustrations before that. I mean, mm. I you know I used to see him, you know, mm. from his the kind of beginnings of his illustration thinking yeah he's got his you know he's got the good... headline says adults must be accompanied by inner child which yes. is a lovely yeah. line it's, it's a lovely great thought. line it's a great Brilliant visual line. again almost like you know sophisticated cartoons but great yeah, visuals yeah. great headlines working together but this was where i could see paul really getting into his illustration yeah i mean I getting perfecting it and to an to a level where you go actually you've gone from you're not mocking this up as a concept mm. now. You've gone to the level of this mm. is good to go. And so, yeah, Paul... Well, he's Paul, now a... He's a very... Pate on toast, he goes, but yeah. Paul Pateman. And well, he's, I, a, he's a... So, yeah, another shameless promotion for Paul Pateman because a brilliant illustrator, not just an illustrator, though, where mm. you can see he's an ad man. He, yeah. he, he, well, he well, he's, a, he's a listener. He, lis he listens He does in. listen. He, he, he comments and likes lots of our yeah. posts as well. So, so yeah. we're going to end on with oh, Gary Lineker. Quickly. Oh, yeah, well, this More represents, quiz. I think, Sonny tweet, and Milo. Tweet, tweet. Yeah, Sonny and Milo did this one. I was always fascinated in not just how, you know, billboards are billboards. Now that, you know, you see down on Picking 
Piccadilly. There's all these massive kind of 3D billboards. I love, you know, challenging the conventions of things. And that's why I did the, uh, you know, the drink drive one. Oh, yeah, the one where we, I don't know whether we covered that one, but someone was peeing on a little poster and it revealed, it took away, on the word drive, the word die is hidden in it. So the the heat, the, you know, the heat sensitive. So the heat of your pee made the oh, really uh, disappear and it revealed the word die in drive so i've always been interested in how you you know you you change conventions how you you know you do one conventional thing you do another that's slightly different this one we had um a a load of um we've been doing a load of work for walkers the fame the tv is kind of more famous but yeah we did this uh tweet to eat and um Although I guess it would be X to eat now, wouldn't it? It's not quite. As... Anyway, um, but we thought, well, let's get Gary Lineker in a, you know, in a vending machine, and he can actually hand out these these Walkers Chris or these Walkers Chris and a sandwich and so on. So, and that was so that was Sonny and Milo who did that work, but. Um, and then I know at the time, Cyan dies, uh, Diane Lever, Simon Rice were doing a, a package holiday things, which was a brilliant, like interactive poster campaign. I couldn't find any reference for it. So many, mm. you end up with the ones you can find reference for, can you? But, but there's but so did you, many. Was that for Walkers as well? The, yeah, the that pack? was. Yeah, and this, and of course, these are not just posters. They they film them, then they yeah. become content and we, stunt. We did that. Um, the the. One where you had to piece together the words to f- to find locations of where to go on holiday. Yes. And there was a stunt out of home where you had I to make the was, shape of yes, the, of this, the thing. Was, I've got that. I'll my, put that on the feed. That's my wife, Diane Lever and Simon Rice, who did that campaign. Brilliant. Apparently it was extraordinarily successful. So then. we did all of the uh, the creative technology on that oh, nice. at Grand Visual. Um, so I'll put that on the feed as well because that's a phenomenal piece wow, of work. Wow, brilliant. Infrared camera. You have to make the shape because basically you would buy the packets of crisps and then you yes. would get a letter in there, but there would be some very rare letters that would help complete your word. Oh, and you could wow. turn up to I this experiential that. space, help you would make it was a game, interactive game. You make the shape of the P and it would basically yeah. drop out <laughs> yeah. a P for you. Yeah, yeah it was great. I, I loved it. I mean, there's so did many. You, did you say, sorry, another behind the billboard um, mm-hmm. thing I wasn't aware of that? So you married to a creative. Yes. Yeah. So is your household a, a never ending that shit? I wouldn't have done yeah, that. Exactly. Look at the kerning on that side. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Di, Di, Di is, uh, was there at AMV before me. So, oh, so, so is she really the so brains? Paul, yes. Should Paul, we have, we should have had Di. Paul, yeah. Who's, whose box of awards in the loft is bigger? Oh, Dan, yeah. don't oh, well, start. Oh, God knows. Yeah. God, no, there's tons, there's tons of them and, um, yeah, so yeah, but we we can't put we can't put them out on show and uh, Di, he's yeah, got a bit quiet. If you're listening, Di, he's got a bit quiet and sheepish all, now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Di was there before me, and oh no, I was just thinking of all the stories when we got together and how everyone would normally make fun of you and make right, you yeah. they'd have this big thing where you'd yeah. have be a couple of the year and then they totally oh, embarrass I you. I think we've basically just lined yeah. up our next guest, our first yeah. husband and wife oh, goodness. guest yeah. combo. Yeah. Um, would, listen, she we are, would she come on? I don't know. She's very um, okay. N- she need a lot of a lot of flapjacks. Uh, you yes. need to bake something better flapjacks, than yeah. yeah. Flapjacks so, for that. 
And then, oh, favourite ad as well. So you, you, we're on to the favourite ad. So sorry, I'm, I'm buttoning because Dan's Good going, work. hurry up, hurry up. So anyway, so... <laughs> he's got his coat on. <laughs> okay, yeah, thanks anyway. So, uh, yeah, so no, my, the one I wanted to put there from uh, my favourite at AMV and one of my all-time favourites was the GE and National Gallery ad with the uh, all, the, the, all the... No, no, we would let you flowers. put that on, but yeah, yeah. Ant and I have done it, but please yeah, yeah. let us mention it because about, it's an amazing piece yeah, of work. Yeah, that's because it is a person. You, you know, can have one that one, we'll we have to say it's frothy man off this one if i had to choose one as well no 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 but if i'm going to put this on because that was one that i came to mind while i was at amv um yes and then this one i was thinking well what is my there's so many pope yes impossible and then i thought actually this one we're looking at it's um uh for creston he says it's frothy man and i remember this poster when I must have been, oh, I don't know, mm. very young anyway. I don't know whether I'd have been 15 or something, yeah. hanging around by the yeah. local fish and chip shop, getting free batters. I mean, how, un- <laughs> how unhealthy is that? Uh, <laughs> but, you know, there was that. not, you know, I basically go and play football in the day and everything was done. You kind of, you know, you go, well, that doesn't cost anything. Go and play football, then go around and we got to hang around by the chip shop. Yeah. And this poster was always in there. And right. I think when I look at that poster now, I think, wow. Actually, I was a bit dumb because I didn't spot that I should go into advertising. But I looked at it and I thought, well, it is a cartoon. Yep. It's It's got this caption. It's got this uh, amazing illustration, this simple illustration. Again, I, I started, I, I explored being an illustrator first. And so I probably got obsessed and thought, wow, let's, right. how do they do that illustration? Even the background on it is a bit like Charming Baker, the art, yeah. you know, the artist, all the little circle, circles in the background. So I, I remember fondly this poster way before... I was anywhere near advertising. I mean, it took many years before I'd explored getting football out of my system, becoming an an artist, becoming an illustrator. I think, yeah, by the time I'd, I'd got to about 24, I thought, oh, yeah, maybe I should go into advertising. Well, it, so it's almost, a, what, 10 years later? <laughs> you realise the football dream was over. <laughs> yeah. I so. mean, it is It is a classic because it's three lines. It's it's beautifully put together. Like you said, it, it's got the product, but it's it's just he's just holding it, so he didn't have to have another product packed shot. You know, it's all very seamless and just. It's also you didn't realise it was inspiring you back then, and that's no. the there's the yeah there's yeah. the joy in the poster, right? That's right, and then we're gonna we're gonna have and one then other poster. Yeah, this Go isn't on. this isn't actually a poster. It's a we're gonna make that happen though. Just we are. to sum up. Totally. Just to sum up, that um, basically, you know, and and recently Mark Denton was, I think, going, he said he was going through all of his files and I don't Mm. know whether he was kind of binning them all or or filing them all. Digitising them all. All of his his posters. And I tell every one of them, I go, God, that one, that poster influenced me. It's one brilliant poster after another that I could easily have put. I just thought I can't choose the best one for Mark Denton and the... and so I, I, I've just mocked up this poster <laughs> to say anything in Mark Denton's folder, our, our portfolio, I would probably love. I made, Brilliant. we're looking at something that I've made into a, a portfolio as a poster, but I've deliberately as well put some really basic type on there, <laughs> which I know someone's going to tell Mark Denton about and he's going to look at that type <laughs> and think, what should I do there? Maybe yeah. I'll leave it. I think it. it'll also be the jaunty angle you've yes. put the sticker at. Jaunty, gonna... yes. Very good. Very <laughs> the good. idea 
was that it, it, it should be almost like you've left your portfolio in reception for someone. So I've gone, it's on a bit of white, it's a white sticker with some basic type, stick it on, you've left your portfolio. Well, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely here for this, for the brinkmanship of this kind of stuff on our podcast. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just, guests. just as a point, I was only talking to Bertie and John the other day at Specsavers about a project I'm still involved with and we were talking about how we could do it, blah, blah, blah. And we all went, oh, remember what Denton used to do for Nike and we went through it again and again. I mean, this is stuff, it's like, 20, yeah. 30 years old. Anyway, so that's wonderful. Lovely, yeah. lovely way to finish. Mark, again, is alumni and he uh, and he listens in, so he will, will it? 100% yeah. see that and we will tag him on that slide. Now, well, he's probably, I've probably given it away all this time because we, you know, we've been long time friends, but he probably doesn't yeah. know what quite how big a fan I am. <laughs> oh, that's very, oh, that's really sweet. <laughs> and so, then any tips that yeah. you wanted? That, I mean, I think, yeah, we've touched on cartoons, which are it's kind interesting. of interesting. But also um, just looking at good work. I, yeah. You know, if you look at good work, it rubs off on you. So yeah. I still think, um, you know, for posters anyway, the DNAD mm. annual is probably the easiest thing to get your hands on because yeah. you know there's, it's all vetted. Yeah. The work in there is going to be of a good quality that's got, uh, it's well-crafted and there's good ideas. Also, the behind-the-billboard, um, you know, website and Instagram I'll have feed. To look, I'll there's have some to, good stuff I'll on there. Look, I'll have to look that up. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what was that again, Hugh? Behind the billboard. Paul, thank oh. you, mate. <laughs> Honestly, if it's been, I reckon we could have done three episodes out of this. We're certainly going to ask your wife uh, if she would come on. But thank you. It's been such a pleasure. And hearing so many brilliant stories, uh, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you very much for coming in. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Wow. I felt like we were talking quickly. Yeah, we, we had to. <laughs> it was amazing, wasn't it? <laughs> the thing is, I really love it. When we had Suter on, because Peter can talk quickly and he knows, because he's, I think Suter's versed in it. Whereas, bless Braze. Thank you, by the way, Braze, when you're listening. That Absolutely was amazing. amazing. Um, he, just, he just said to us on the way out that um, it's, that was his first podcast. So right. we are honoured. Yeah. And Dave Dye noted. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He said he's on Dave Dye next. So Dave, he's, he's yeah, waiting Dave, for Dave, he's ready. He's outside your house, mate. Um, that was brilliant. I mean, God, I, like we said, we could have done twice the amount. We could have talked more. When we finished at the end, there was a whole load of Wolves, Wolves and Arsenal um uh, banter about how Paul is a lifelong Wolves fan but when he moved to Islington he couldn't get up to Wolves and uh, so he's become uh, an Arsenal fan then you asked him about what it was like Wolves Arsenal when that turns up yeah and he is yeah, you know, he said sore. it used to be the point where he would worry that Wolves would get beat seven eight nil by the Arsenal, but yeah. uh, now he's worried that um, that no, Arsenal are going to get beat by them. Yeah, which is good to hear. But it was great. I mean, I, I can't I can't speak highly enough of how much brilliant work Paul has done, either as a writer, creative director, and impacted. Been... When you think about all the teams in the twenty eight years of AMV who mm. have worked into him, uh, yeah. it's just incredible. Yeah. You know, that and I think he does himself a bit of an injustice there when he's like the. the 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 work the craft of the stuff that he had done early career yeah. and how that's impacted the people that worked into him in the latter part of the AMV yeah. is is yeah. incredible and I think he um he he needs to take more credit for yeah. the work that he's I think he's very uh, humble man over. Yeah, yeah very humble and also just then saying oh I should have talked about all the other people who did visual stuff on the Economist well there were you know we've we've talked to Paul we've covered Garfield lots about of that, that as well and, yeah uh, Dave so don't don't worry about that mate I mean. I think I actually think the shredder was one of the. It wasn't the one, maybe it was. I don't know, but it was just that beginning of that movement, slightly away from just the headlines. And uh, you know, 
fair play, man. The the amount of craft gone into that, I yeah, it's very and very the um, the the Guinness one is incredible. Yeah. yeah, I'd forgotten about that ad. Yeah, you know, it's, it's even so when I looked at those Guinness foot pints yeah. in, at Christmas, I'd forgotten about that ad. Yeah. So seeing it come up when we were looking through the deck, I was like. Well, yeah, I wonder what happens to things like that. It's a bit weird, isn't no, it? I honestly think in the department you're looking through the. You obviously you are aware of all of the Guinness ads over the mm. course of history and go, well, actually there is mm. something here I can riff off that. And, and, and it's fucking a- cool. I mean, kudos to the team for doing that. We should <clears throat> try and find out um, a bit more about that project, but it's uh, you know it's very cool. Anyway, listen, uh, we need to thank our sponsors. Yeah, we do need to thank our sponsors, um, Grand Visual, um, my company, who are kindly donating. I love uh, to, your company to keep, to and keep your us company. going, and yeah. um, and talent as well. So they are obviously part of the same group. So thank you to our main sponsors there, and Soho Radio for hosting us here at the yeah. Wonderful thank you, Rachel and Adrian and everyone involved. And Hugh's um, now taken to paying Rachel in, in uh, flapjacks. Yeah, in flapjacks. Yeah. So if the money does run out, we, we've got a back. We have got a backlog. <laughs> <laughs> okay. See you next time.